Hey guys, it's Sara. Welcome to Rate and Wine. So it's really late again, so I hope I'm not going to be illiterate again. But before we start, I really want to thank to whoever's listening from Ireland. I don't know who you are, but thank you for listening. And that's so cool. Ireland, I mean, is Wraith a popular word there? Because honestly, whenever I started this podcast, I was just looking for words like in a thesaurus. I was like, what's another word for ghosts? Because I just feel like probably every podcast or blog or whatever is using ghosts. So I found Wraith. And even though... I can't say TH. I was like, yes, Wraith and Wine. Perfect. So, if I didn't explain before, I guess the wine part was meant like, have a glass of wine. <laughs> Let me scare the shit out of you. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to start drinking to DDs, but I'm afraid that if I do, <laughs> my reading is going to be even worse. Because, I mean, let's be real. This has been actually like a great practice. I feel like I'm back in 7th grade when they call on you to reading class and you're like, no. I was like, no, 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 not me. Please don't pick me. But I feel like we don't read out loud anymore. At least I don't. So also, you know, like I said, English is my third language, but that's no excuse. So if you're making it through these podcasts, sometimes I read everything. I mean, clearly I'm not reading out of a book. So all these stories I find are online from people that post them, and sometimes the page skips, but anyway, long story short, thank you for bearing with me, and the one person from Ireland, shout out to you, ma'am, sir, whoever you are, Wraith on. Now let's get into it. So this next story is about a miracle mirror. Jamie says, This is my aunt Maldetta. She passed away at the age of 9 from leukemia on March 24, 1931, shortly after her image appeared in a family mirror and stayed until in a move the mirror was damaged by a crack. I wish I had better news clippings and they show news clippings from back then and someday hope to get the the archives to get better copies my grandparents charged people to see the miracle mirror and it made papers a few times in st louis missouri so this post is a little short but what's fascinating about it is they actually post um articles that were posted back then but they're very hard to read although they did mention that whenever they were having people come to see this miracle mirror people thought it was a hoax and it was fake and they thought that someone had actually put a picture behind the mirror and that's why the little girl was seen but when the mirror cracked they found that there was actually no picture behind it so i found this story very interesting and super creepy Coop's 
says, I lived in New York City from 2000 to 2016. For a long time, I lived in a building in Tribeca, and my apartment had a ton of paranormal activity. It was very unsettling and led to many sleepless nights. In 2013, I moved to a beautiful 1930s brownstone on the Upper West Side. It was sunny and cheerful, and I was relieved that it was peaceful without any unwanted guests. Until it wasn't. I started noticing little movements and shadows at first, and then it became more active. It would touch me, sit on my bed, and my little Maltese started growling at night. It wasn't aggressive, but it was becoming a stressful situation for me. I had read that I could talk to it and ask that it and ask it not to touch me or show itself to me, but it could instead communicate with me in my dreams. So I gave it a try. That very next night, she appeared. It was so vivid. My room was lit up very bright. My window opened and all sorts of debris came rushing in. Next, I saw her leaning on my nightstand dresser in a business suit. She told me her name was Stephanie and she had died in the World Trade Center attack. Oh, wow. She wanted me to know she was okay. Suddenly, everything was sucked back out the window and she was gone. I think she wanted me to experience what she had experienced. Many of you may know that tons of paper, offices, supplies, etc. were sucked out of the windows. Honestly, it was all too much for me. I decided to ask her to leave. I told her that I paid the rent and I didn't want a roommate. I opened all the windows and let the apart- and left the apartment so as to give her some space. She was never back after that. She may have lived in my building at some point, but it was a rental, so there would not be any record. I felt a little bad. I think she needed to be heard and was having a hard time crossing over. Hopefully she made it. I still get sad thinking about her. Oh, that is so sad. This next story is from Anne. Anne says... When my father-in-law passed away, my husband and I had stepped out of the room for a moment. A nurse that my husband knew came to get us. Everything then began to happen. Hours later, when we got home, there was a message on our answering machine from a number I did not know. 16 years ago. It was sinister-sounding voice with lots of static saying my father-in-law's name. Very disturbing. I looked up the number and read the name, which didn't mean anything to me. My husband asked me the name again. It was the nurse's brother who had died about six months before, and apparently he wasn't a very nice person. For years after that, at 10 p.m. every night, we would get a phone call with number unknown, and when you would answer it, it would be static. We changed phones and even had to, the phone company come out to try to fix it. They never could figure out and it never showed up for them. Dreaded 10 p.m. for a long time. We now have cell phones and no landlines. That is fascinating and a crazy story. This next story is from Beth. Beth says, this is the house that changed my life. In this picture, it's being demolished. So she shows the picture of it being demolished. I wasn't in it long. 
when the horror started. Three men in long hooded black robes chanting by my, by my bedside that would disappear as they became fully awake, but not before I saw them and it happened numerous times. Once they even followed me to Disney and showed up in my hotel room. What? Before moving, I had never imagined that such things could ever occur. A constant feeling of being watched, a voice whispering in my ear, my daughter described it as anger that hit you hard as soon as you crossed the threshold. When we walked through the house with the realtor, we noticed baby things, equipment, etc. After moving in, we inquired about the baby only to be told there was never a baby and a horrendous smell of something dead that lasted weeks we mentioned it to the owners who lived nearby and they said probably an animal died under the house don't worry about it it will go away and it didn't years later ended up divorcing and a few years after that the city purchased to build a new library my last week at that house there was a knock on the door an elder an elderly woman and told me she had read about it going to get demolished and was hoping for one last look i invited her in and she walked to the through the dining room corner and said this is the corner where my brother's casket sat <gasps> the house was very old and back at some point there was a trolley that stopped at the end of the street and her brother rode it to and from work. However, in the evening on his return trip home, he would he would nap and the conductor would wake him up when they were close to his stop. But this one evening, it startled him and when the conductor tapped him on the shoulder, he leaped up and out of the trolley into the path of a car. He did he did not die right away. They brought him back to the house where he succumbed where he succumbed to his injuries. Succumbed. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself, not not the story. Because I couldn't say succumbed at first, and it's a silly word. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Oddly, she did not want to see any more of the house. She left and I was standing there with my mouth hanging open. Still nothing added up. Wish I could have solved the mystery that house held. I realize this sounds like fiction, but I swear to you it's truth. So I know I'm five episodes in, but I just now realized that I've never done an outro. And I don't think that's how pod- podcasts work. Usually, I think people will say bye, listen, subscribe, whatever kids say these days. But I want to end this podcast with a little story. It's not a scary story, but it's just something that happened to me being new in this country. And it's like, it's one of my favorite categories, stories, which is like hashtag language barrier. So years back one of my neighbors invited me to dinner and she made these brownies and they were so good so I kept asking her can I have the recipe what are these brownies made out of so I kept asking and she kept saying they're made from scratch they're made from scratch so every time I would ask her which I felt like it was a lot of times she kept saying they were made from scratch so finally I was like okay cool so in my head I thought okay scratch it must be like 
one of those things you buy at the store like you know when you buy flour or chocolate sometimes you turn the package and there's like a suggested recipe on the back so I go to Kroger and I look everywhere for scratch I look through every aisle I'm just looking and looking and I can't find it like the baking aisle all the aisles so finally I see a Kroger employee and I finally I'm like excuse me ma'am can you help me find something and they're like yeah of course and I was like what aisle is scratch on they were like excuse me I, I'm not gonna try to do a southern accent I live in the south I was like yeah what aisle is scratch on and they're like what do you mean and I explained to them like my neighbors they made these amazing brownies made from scratch and I would love to find <laughs> the scratch so that I can turn it around and find the recipe and make these brownies they about died laughing I mean this lady was holding her stomach she calls all of her co-workers and they're like crying laughing and they're telling each other like this girl's looking for scratch and finally when they're done berating me <laughs> I'm just kidding I was just standing there like okay I mean I guess this is not an ingredient most people search for well they finally told me they're like no scratch means that she made them at home so it's not an actual product <sighs> so yeah I thought that the brownies were made from scratch and they weren't <laughs> anyway you guys i hope you have a great day and rate on